0: This is the Visit the Zoo Podcast, episode number 81. Today we hear about the Western Diamondback Rattlesnake. Everybody and welcome to episode number eighty-one of the Visit the Zoo podcast. And I am your host. My name is Frederick Fishman, and I am the author of the twelve-book, one hundred and twenty-animal series of Kindle books and print books, audio books, DVD. And please check out our website for apparel and gear, all things animals, at Zooseware. Excuse me, Zooseware dot com that's z-o-o-z w-e-a-r zooswear.com and you'll find four separate stores where we sell all that gear and all the links to get there and don't forget to check out our patreon site if you want to help and support this weekly podcast for visit the zoo and that is at patreon.com slash visit the zoo and also a reminder, we just released our first print book with the 90 blogs from our Daily Desert Doodle blog that I do every single day. I upload every day. And that website to order the book, just go to Daily Desert Doodle desertdoodle.com and you'll see the book cover and if you click on the book cover you'll go to the link that'll take you right to Amazon and don't forget that our podcast is available on the sound device Amazon Alexa and I think there's like 35 or 40 million of those things and they're really growing in popularity just go to amazon Alexa when it's on and just invoke the command play animals podcast that will take you directly to to this podcast so what do you say we get started let's go we've got one news story here that's i don't know it's fairly obvious and the title of the news story which was just published a couple days ago is exotic animals don't make good pets they may be cute but animals like otters are difficult to take care of. Plus, there are ecological concerns inherent in removing them from the wild. What's cute and furry and makes a horrible pet is an Asian small-clawed otter. And that's the latest pet craze in Japan. Some people have their own pet otters while others play with them at so-called otter cafes. Okay, I don't get it. The animals are easily purchased online, but the trade comes at a terrible cost. Otters are difficult to breed, so virtually all otters available for purchase are poached from the wild. Wild capture causes them ecological harm, but even captive bred animals are rarely bred or kept under healthy or sanitary conditions. Even purchased legally exotic pets are problematic. Biologist Clifford Warwick writes in the Journal of Animal Ethics that keeping of exotic pets is immoral. He's writing specifically about reptiles, but many of these same issues apply to exotic mammals and birds. Capturing the animals in the wild causes ecological harm, but even captive bred animals experience unhealthy and unsanitary conditions. Transfer facilities for both wild and domestic reptiles tend to be cramped and stressful, followed by even worse conditions in transit aboard air craft or even on the back of a motorcycle many animals suffer injury or death that's just in the transportation there are broader community concerns as well many exotic animals harbor diseases that easily transfer to people pet turtles for example are a frequent source of salmonella infection now, i've heard that for many many years a variety of exotic mammals transmit monkey pox Among other zoonotic infections. Exotic animals may pose a risk of unusual injuries to owners or others through bites. Reptiles also pose a serious risk of biological invasion. For example, pythons were formerly pets are now infesting the Florida Everglades. Then there are practical concerns in a pre ranging discussion between eight veterinarians in the Journal of Avian. Medicine and Surgery, a vet generally supportive of keeping exotic pests posted that only professional handlers should keep most species. Providing for an exotic animal can be a great burden. There are moral concerns, of course, and ecological concerns. As for the otters, well, they are threatened by habitat loss, hunting, and now their very cuteness. So, that's a story about keeping wild animals. So, I wouldn't recommend a python or a rhino or a Belgian tiger either. And speaking about animals that you wouldn't want to have around the house, certainly this guy right here. if you live out in the west you know that sound that's the sound of the western diamondback rattlesnake it's about four to five feet long but it can get up to seven feet long it is the second largest rattlesnake species and the second largest with venom too the largest is the south american bushmaster. this guy the western diamondback rattlesnake lives in the southwest united states and northern new mexico They have been found in strange places like At my front door here in Tucson, Arizona. That's a true story. I found one one day when we first moved in here. That was an exciting day for sure. They are brown, black, red with splotches of white. And they are not currently threatened or on the endangered species list. They like the steep, rocky hillsides and rocky canyons. And again, our front door. They eat small mammals like mice and gophers, squirrels and rabbits, Try to get a taste of humans every once in a while. But here's something interesting about rattlesnakes. They can go without eating for two years. And yes, they have venom. a have venom that attacks the blood vessels, cells, of the heart, stuns, paralyzes, and kills the prey. Humans, when bitten, can suffer pain, swelling, muscle damage, nausea, internal bleeding, and if untreated, death. They can deliver a significant amount of venom with just one bite. Now, the reason why I came up with this story is because an article that was in, I think a couple days ago, the local RAG here, the Arizona Daily Star. This was in the Home and Life section, and it in the title of this full is a full-page story, 10 Tips for Surviving Rattlesnake Season in Tucson. And so I'll just pull out the paper here that you can hear me rustling. And let me just go over these 10 tips. Number one, watch your step. Some of these are ah, so obvious, but you know, sometimes you got to repeat them. Number one is watch your step. Be on the lookout for rattlesnakes, whether you're hiking in your own backyard or out in the woods. Rattlesnakes are most known to blend in with environments. And when outside at night, be sure to carry a flashlight so you know that every step is correct. Number two. 10 Tips for Surviving Rattlesnake Season in Tucson Don't put your hands where you can't see. Avoid reaching into areas obstructed by brush or rocks. There's no telling what lies behind those spaces. Number three, don't approach or provoke the snakes. Well, once you hear that sound that I played at the top of this segment, you'll... Obviously not, hopefully, but more than half of all rattlesnake bites are caused by provoking or approaching a snake. The Arizona Game and Fish Department says children should be taught about dangerous animals and how to avoid risky interactions with them. Number four on the list of 10 tips for surviving rattlesnake season, rodent control. Rattlesnakes are attracted to their vital sources including food, water, and a safe place to live. Rodents should be eliminated from around your home. Start by filling in holes that you find. Number five, other possible deterrents. Walls can be built to discourage rattlesnakes from enclosed areas. Specialists say a solid wall around about four feet high will keep out most snakes. The bottom of the wall should be placed into the ground With no tunnels underneath. And number six on the list of 10 tips for surviving rattlesnake season in Tucson call your local emergency response department. Some fire departments will remove rattlesnakes confined in a yard or residence. Check with the department covering your area for more information. Number seven tips if you are bitten respond quickly by going to a medical facility and get treatment if needed. If you are with someone who is bitten, remain calm and reassuring them. Remove items such as jewelry, watches, the affected area make sure to keep affected area at a level below the heart that's preventing because it will swell up and you don't want any watch or jewelry on your finger if it swells up otherwise it's going to be cut off and decrease total body activity as much as you can number eight don't forget about your pets pets are sometimes bitten by rattlesnake cats by behavior tend to hide out after an injury despite this many survive number nine what bite victims should avoid? Don't believe the myths. Refrain from cutting into the bite area, trying to suck out the venom. Even tourniquets should be avoided, specialists say. Do not apply ice to the area or administrate your own alcohol or drugs and attempt first aid. So I guess the thing to do is just to go directly to the emergency ward or the hospital. And finally, number 10 on the 10 top tips for surviving rattlesnake season in Tucson. Several species of rattlesnake. protected under state laws in south in the southwestern united states due to their limited numbers it is illegal to collect or harm these protected rattlesnakes like the ridge nose rattlesnake the state reptile of arizona that's a little bit about the western diamondback rattler and i would say you keep away from it To our final segment here and that's the reading of a poem or maybe some interesting quote about animals i'm going to read this poem that i read on episode number five which was back in uh, 2017 and the title of this poem written by cory stricker is animal i was born one day to the sunny sky the light was quite a surprise my mother fed me and kept me warm While I was small in size, I had a brother close to my age to play with every day. A feeling of fun I learned made me happy in every way. The days went on and I got older. Winter rose before my eyes. I felt cold and numb at night, waiting for the sun to rise. I was running through the field one day. I fell and hurt my toe. A feeling of pain and discomfort I found. Tears began to flow. Days went on and I've healed and gotten better. Came the season of happy days and sunny weather. I don't understand. I know I can't speak. But this is all true. I cry and hurt and play and love. I have feelings just like you. (laughs) a wrap for today's episode number 081 episode number 81 of the visit the zoo podcast and i want to thank you very much for joining me and please always uh, subscribe, rate, and review this podcast wherever you listen on iTunes or any of the fifteen plus podcast directories. We're all over the place now. And check out our gear and apparel at zoozwear that's spelled Z-O-O-Z-W-E-A-R.com. And check out our daily blog and you can pick up the first print book from the first ninety blogs by going to Daily Desert Doodle. If you would like, and we would hope you would, please support us by going to patreon.com slash visit the zoo. That's patreon.com slash visit the zoo. Thank you very much for joining me for another episode of Visit the Zoo Podcast, and I hope you can come back next week. Bye-bye.